Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, uh, welcome to another edition of the Dogcast uh, brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. And of course, I'm your host, Tim Edwards, and joined again by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. How are you, Sean? Yeah, great to be here, Tim, on the Dogcast again for another episode. Um, great episode last week, and I'm sure we're going to have a, another fantastic one this week. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're going to review the week that was in South Australian Greyhound Racing. Of course, we had the Group 3 Howard Ashton final last Thursday night, which was won by Kurong Lucy. We had the heats of the Shane McQueen at Angle Park last Thursday as well. Of course, we got the final of that to preview this week. And of course, we had the Straight Track uh, Cup, which was uh, won by Lavish Pedro last Wednesday. So it was a very busy week for Greyhound Racing last week. We're going to preview the Shane McQueen final on Thursday night. And Damien Bates is going to be our special guest here today on the Dogcast. He's got two runners in the feature final there on Thursday night. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, the Week in Review, of course, brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds for the duration of their foster care and the first week of their adoption. And they're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about them, jump on the website, Fresh Pet Food Co., all one word, .com.au. And, of course, we remind everybody each week on the dog car, Sean, the COVID-19 is still happening Although we are getting better here in SA, uh, there is no public allowed at the uh, racetracks. Yeah, that's right, Tim. Um, no public allowed. Uh, with the easing of restrictions, and obviously the start of this week, there were some easing restrictions from cafes and restaurants, which we saw, which is really positive for racing in South Australia. Um, some listeners out there might think, um, well, maybe we should be having a food offering at the venue um, and the like. Racing through the COVID-19 period has been set aside a little bit differently than normal venues, which has allowed us to continue um, under strict social distancing regulations. But at the moment, there is no food offering available um, through like the McQueen's Tavern, the Chasers mm. Restaurant, and at our country club. So we're getting close. We're not far away. Um, we're just following government regulations. But at the moment... Uh, no other offering there at the moment, but it's not far away. Tim. Yeah, hang in there, punters. It's uh, only hopefully a few more weeks away, so we'll give you an update on that on the next Dogcast anyway. Let's uh, turn our attention back to Wednesday, Sean, the Straight Track Cup. We spoke about this race last week. The eventual winner was the dog we thought would be the hardest to beat, Lavish Pedro. Really, really good run. Was able to begin okay, muster up, and find the line really strongly defeated Sweet On Me, who ran really well, and Fly For Fun ran an honest third. So what did you take out of the race, Sean? Well, I took out of the race as we thought. It was such an even competitive race. Lavish Pedro got the job done, and probably the the box one um, helped his chances. Mm. I mean, I suppose um, he did everything right. He broke the track record again, um, 1866. But the first, well, pretty much all dogs, um, in the race ran 19 seconds or better, which mm. is really flying down the straight track. And I think um, out of the race, you can take pretty much all those greyhounds will progress in the future. It, the straight track really helps them get on, getting onto the one turn uh, and also the circle. But we did see with Lavish Pedro, he has a very good box one record. So I'm really excited to see what he can do when he um, hits the circle track, particularly if he draws an inside draw. So clearly he has the speed. Mm. Yeah, he does. And, and and what I found interesting, he, he began okay. He didn't begin brilliantly, but he just got that room to move. Nothing bumped him either side. So that was able to enable him to, to balance up mid-race and then really charge at the line. Sweet on me, found the rail eventually and was able to dive through late to get second for Ben Rawlings. 
and Fly for Fun. Looks like he's starting to come back into some of his old form too, Sean. Yeah, I think with um, Fly for Fun, they've got him beginning a lot better, um, mm. which is a trick to him. We know that he's a, a brilliant dog on his night. Um, yeah, in the race, uh, the, the ones middle to out wide got a bit, bit of crowding, so it allowed the opportunity for the ones drawn close to the rail. Um, it was good to see Richard Stasiak. Um, you know, probably a different name mm. um, in our feature race uh, on a roll that wins a feature race. So it yeah. was great for him and, and the connections of the dog. And I, I know they only just got it recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, exciting racing. And, and uh, everyone's been talking about what a high quality field it was. Mm. And it's a credit to the, to the uh, connections and the trainers supporting the straight track, particularly for these sorts of series. Yeah, Ben Rawlings, of course, runner-up with Sweet On Me on Wednesday. And, of course, he was runner-up on Thursday night in the Howard Ashton Group 3 final. Kurong Lucy was the eventual winner. We sat here last week, Sean, and we said she'd be very hard to beat. She was very hard to beat. She began very quickly. Again, not as quickly as the week before, but close enough. She was able to clear them and lead all the way. Born Lovely ran particularly well-trained by Ben Rawlings, second. And Wooden Tiger does what Wooden Tiger does best. And he rattled home and ran third for Peter Jovanovic. Uh, we sat here last week, Sean. We said she was going to be hard to beat, and she certainly was. Absolutely, Tim. Uh, listen, I think um, Cam Butcher and Corong Lucy would, would love you to call all her races because, again, she exploded out of the yeah. boxes. And, and a great call by you, Um she got the job done. Such a professional uh, little chaser. She's a fantastic greyhound and tipped past the $100,000 mark. Mm. She's only, she turned two um, in March. Mm. So she's so young, um, won 20, you know, 25 races, uh, born lovely, super race for, for, for Ben Rawling. She's really on, on a really steep incline in improvement. Um, she went 2979 mm. herself. As you said, Wooden Tiger. Um, he steps up to the 700 on Thursday night. So we'll see how he goes over the staying trip. But again, charged home. Um, Tourism, Long Gully. But I mean, it was a really strong race. Yeah. But she did have the class edge on her rivals. And once she began so brilliantly, um, it was really game over. Yeah. She led. She won easily. Born Lovely in saying that was very, very good. And she's close to another win. And she worked home well. She was actually taking ground off Kurong Lucy on the line. So I reckon Ben Rawlings would be absolutely wrapped with her performance there on Thursday night. But Kurong Lucy, absolutely brilliant. Uh, and also, Tim, we also highlighted when talking to Ken Butcher last week about Wormburner, how mm. unbelievably well he's going. He, he sided the first three past the post. Yeah. Um, and he's doing terrifically well, not just in SA, but interstate. And, um, you know, not too often do we have a sire based in South Australia who can really match it on the national scene. Mm. And clearly Wormburner is getting the job done. Yeah, he, he was a champion greyhound, wasn't he, Wormburner? Um, we had the two heats of the Shane McQueen final last Thursday as well. Heat number one, uh, Holy Rain, was able to rail up and win. Um, she looked really hard to beat down the back when she found the rail for Robin McKellar. West on Bamboo ran another very good race. She continues to race well, West on Bamboo. Uh, Rev Fred Sloy ran third and Couture, I'm, I'm glad he made the final because I reckon he's ready to win. What did you take out of that first heat, Sean? Well, out of the first heat, uh, Holy Rain, um, drawing box five, um, I think that's why she started $9 because mm. we know she loves a rail draw. But when she was able to to find the role early and the favoured runners, which were Couture, which was favoured in the market, blew the start and doubled by design, um, also didn't begin that well and then raced a bit plain during the run. They were out the back. So she was nice and close and she she does what she does. She's very professional as well once she gets to the inside and got clear running, uh, got the job done. West on Bamboo, we'll talk to Damien Bates. She's been a terrific little greyhound uh, for the connections and doing a great job. Uh, Rawlings ha ben Rawlings has the two from this heat, Rev Fred Sloy, an improved effort, leading all the way, does have speed and couture. 
Geez, you'd just love love mm. him to begin a little bit better. Just be a bit closer. We know how well he can go over the 600. Uh, Double by design was vetted after the race. Dollar fifty five favourite. You look like there's something not quite right there uh, with him. Yeah. He has been up for a while. Um, but yeah, he unfortunately missed the final. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling Couture is going to bring his A game on Thursday night, and I reckon he's going to really serve it up to Sir Truculent. But uh, yeah, he was uh, flashing home to run fourth. So Holy Rain, we'll talk about her after she draws the, the the red in the final on Thursday. Heat number two, Sir Truculent. Well, he sat close enough in the run. He sat third down the back, and I could just feel midway down the back he was going to pick up the leaders, and he did. Um, he ran 34.91. Defeating two times twice, Ask Me Now and Velocity Dory. It was just a matter of if he was going to sit close enough, Sean, and he avoided the traffic early. And once he was third into the back, he was going to win. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. Um, we heard in your call, you sort of was, you knew where he was and he yeah. was close enough, and, and um, he just had to get the, get the run because he was charging home and he, he blasted through the middle and, and won pretty easily. I mean, he's getting good race sense about him. And, I mean, he has been running around in small fields over the 700. Mm. 600 was a challenge. Thursday night will be a challenge for him, just yeah. manoeuvring through a field. No doubt he uh, he's super strong at the end. Another one side by Wormburner. Um, two times twice was was still good. Um, wasn't able to lead on Thursday night. Um, asked me now, took up the lead. And I think two times twice goes a bit better if he's able to lead over the short, over the 600, I should mm. say. Um, so he was still good. Um and ask me now, uh, again, uh, the stronger ones just got got um, got that greyhound at the end of the race. Um, yeah, Sir Truculent, I think uh, great training performance, though, by Wally um, Harkins to uh, to bring him back from the 700 and to win so, so convincingly over the 600 mm. uh, and obviously a huge chance in the final. Yep, we'll see what he does in the final on Thursday night. That, of course, is the review of last week's greyhound racing. And that's thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word, dot com, dot au. Check them out on the website for more. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Yeah, the preview this week um, is brought to us by, of course, as each and every week, the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. If you want free tips for greyhound racing, jump on Twitter, type in at the Dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. Uh, we've got a big night Thursday night, Sean. And of course, the feature is going to be the Shane McQueen final. But before we touch on that, there's some other interesting races on the card. We've got uh, an 11 race program, the first SA time to go at 6.38. I want to touch on the first, uh, second race on the program, the Maiden. Some interesting dogs here having their first race start. Snake Bite Me for Ben Rawlings, mm. Kurong Cash for Cameron Butcher, and Kurong Nugget for Cameron Butcher. There's some interesting types here, well-bred types. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, Snake Bite Me by Snake Bite Bow, um, which is um, sort of the, the, the Ben Rawlings race, Snake Bite Bow. Mm. It's great to see this um, greyhound reach the track. Again, Kung Fu Mary was also raced by the Rawlings team. So um, exciting time to see how Snake Bite Bow goes on the track mm. for the Rawlings team. So looking forward to, uh, to him stepping out. 
Very excited by seeing um, Curran Cash step out. Fernando Bale, Zinfandel Zara. Zinfandel Zara, for, she was trained by Gavin Harris. She won six races from nine starts. She won the Doug Payne. She won the Christmas Sprint. She looked like she was going to be anything mm. and unfortunately crawled by injury. Um, and Fernando Bale, we know what a superstar sire he is. Yeah. Cameron Butcher Polish. He just, gosh, I'm exciting to see what he can do. And, and similarly, um, as you mentioned, Tim, the other first at it, First starter from Cambucha, which is um, Fabregas Springvale Bryn. Now, Springvale mm. Bryn was raced by Gavin Harris. Uh, no, um, no, sorry, that was Springvale. Sure, I'm talking yep. about uh, Kurong Nugget, um, Blazing Bomber, Spicy Pepper. Again, uh, Spicy, Spicy Pepper, Pepper. a mm. um, uh, Cameron Butcher Greyhound. So uh, we should have plenty of speed. Yeah. So they're three debutants, and then you've got the likes of uh, Springvale Sure, who's been going particularly well, drawn six, and Raging Rocco in the red. So that promises to be a really interesting maiden there. And uh, the tab fixed odds markets will certainly be a guide to uh, which Greyhound is going to go pretty well there, I think, on the night. The other interesting race is race number four. It's the uh, Sky Racing free-for-all uh, over the 731. Now, this is a race that has drawn together Wooden Tiger in the red, Zipping Gallon in the blue, and Miss Bellawood out in the six. So I think they're the three predominantly chances. I, I do think Wooden Tiger is going to be very hard to beat. Uh, I agree. Um, if he can, uh, he's been obviously running over the 500 and, and again, re- looking like 700 is his race. He has run 43.13 over 700 metres. So we definitely know he can do the distance. And he begins a lot better over the 700 metres mm. um, for whatever reason. Um, Zipping Gallon um, has had a couple of runs, one at Gawler, one, um, uh, one at Gawler uh, over the 600. Did trial at Angle Park recently, going 30.34 over 5.15 and returns to the 700 on Thursday night. I still think he's the one to beat, Zipping Gallon, mm. but I think he's going to give up a big lead to Wooden Tiger. And Miss Bellawood, uh, for Gino Grigorovic, has certainly come back to SA after a stint in Victoria in fine form and, and broke 35 seconds over the 600 and looked super strong to the line last start. So really excited about that race. And obviously, Tim, we did we did separate the 700 metre yep. races um, because of the depth and quality that we've got. And we really do support the stayers in South Australia. So we had a five dog races race four mm. and race, um, race 10 is a four dog race, which does feature boom down, which is a yep. group winner. Um, five thirty, which was the stayer of the year last year yep. in SA. Yep. Um, Miss breakout and no surrender who knocked over Sir Truculent well. um, last time over 700. Mm. So um, that's a good race on the card. And there's, you know, the free-for-all is an amazing yes. race. I was just going to say the sprint race, which is race seven, features Alfieri, who's a gun sprinter, Kurong Lucy, who's absolutely flying, and Daniel's Charlie, who's, uh, as I said a couple of weeks ago, Sean, he's the new kid on the block. And I think this is a wonderful race. Kurong Lucy, Daniel's Charlie both begin fast. Alfieri's not going to be able to afford to miss it at all. No, not at all. Um, I found this a really difficult race. One to watch, I think. Um, be interesting to see Alfieri returns from a short break. Uh, we know how fast he is, um, but he tends to be not as fast out of the boxes. And we know Kurong Lucy and Daniel's Charlie are brilliant. Mm. Um, which way would you be leaning for this race? Well, I think I would have to still stick with Kurong Lucy because I think if, even if Daniel's Charlie headed her, she's still good enough to run him down. I think Daniel's Charlie is going to be a very good dog, and, and he is a good dog already, but this is a real test for Daniel's Charlie. This is one that... If he can uh, chalk up another win here, well, I guess Lauren Harris looks towards an Adelaide Cup with him. Oh, I agree. I think um, Adelaide Cup's 
pretty much a one at the start. A, mm. a lot of the dogs there, they've got the high speed to lead. Um, and definitely Daniel's Charlie has that. And the progression that uh, he has made, and certainly all those Daniel's dogs that the Harris uh, team has got, make really good progression. And once they string a few wins together, they mm. go on with it. So this looks like the standout Daniel's Charlie. And again, meets um, the toughest opposition that, that Greyhound has met in recent mm. weeks. Um, but you'll get a good test because Corong, Lucy and Alfieria are not debatably, they are probably the best two with It's a Riot, yeah. um, sprinters in the state. Yeah, it's a wonderful race, race seven. The feature race is the Shane McQueen. Uh, it's a 600-metre race. This is the box draw. Number one is Holy Rain. Two is Two Times Twice. Three is Ask Me Now. Four is West on Bamboo. Couture is in the five. Six, Rev Fred Sloy. Seven is Velocity Dory. And number eight is Sir Truculent. The reserves are Fabs You Go and Tammy Parker. So the box draw has made this interesting. Holy Rain's got where she wants to be. I think Sir Truculent is where he wants to be. And then you've got, I think, Couture, who's got a really good chance of beginning on Thursday night. And if he's able to push forward underneath Rev Fred Sloy and find the rail, I think we might see the real Couture step up Thursday night. So I'm leaning towards Couture. I, I reckon he's ready to win just ahead of Sir Truculent. But I think it's going to be a fascinating race. Yeah, I think the 600-metre finals, and we, we did see it for the Easter Cup uh, back in April. We had a, a similar type of field, really even field, and a bit of luck in running really helped. And we actually saw West on Bamboo um, create an upset back in um, April, and I'm sure Damien Bates, when we talk to him later, um, will give her every chance. And, and I think she's a terrific chance, West on Bamboo, of landing somewhere close and just avoiding some interference mm. early. I think Ask Me Now will show some speed. Um, two times twice will show speed. I think she will get a nice run across and she consistently begins okay. Mm. So I'm looking at her at an each way basis. What I would say though is um, because a lot of these greyhounds are very strong towards the end, um, it's a bit of luck in running. It's where mm. you position early. The likes of Holy Rain. If Holy Rain can begin um, really well and be third or fourth, she's the one to beat. Um, if she misses it slightly, yeah. she's going to find trouble because she only wants to rail. She can't, won't go mm. around dogs mm. generally. Sir Truculent, I'm, oh geez, it's it's hard to knock his form, and I'm not knocking his form. It's just from box eight in such an even field, he's probably going to be last early yeah. and wide. Yep. So he's going to have to manoeuvre himself through the field. But again, if he finds that little bit of luck on the first turn um, by the 388-metre boxes and gets a position, mm. he'll be very hard to beat. Um, like you, Couture. I mean, I've been I've been with Couture for a little yep. bit, and just the starts have just had me. Um, mm. But maybe, as you said, um, no better way for him to uh, to begin than in a feature final. The Shane McQueen and, and again Ben Rawlings team. You can never take mm. any of those greyhounds lightly. They're in terrific form. Um, for me personally, I'm, I'm looking at a bit of each way, and, and maybe I'm looking at a bit of fate because every time we seem to have someone on the show, Tim, mm. they they seem to produce the winner. So I'm going to stick with Wes on Bamboo on an each-way basis for Damien Bates um, to beat two times twice. I think he'll get the good run and holy rain. And, geez, I'm leaving out some good dogs yeah. there, but it's going to be such a wonderful race. Yeah, Wes on Bamboo, you're going to get a good run for your money with her because she will she will run on and yeah. uh, she's very consistent. But you look at the race and there's so many ways this race could uh, pan out in the run. Um, but as I said, I think Couture is ready. And I think if he begins like he did four starts ago, he's a chance of leading here. And out in front, we might see a different Couture now that he's got some, you know, race fitness over the 600 on his side. So I've got him slightly ahead of Sir Truculent, who I've got big respect for. Uh, as I said, you'll know your fate with Sir Truculent early. If, if he's down the back straight and he's four or five off the leaders, don't give up, punters. 
because he's going to charge home late. So it should be a fascinating edition of the Shane McQueen on Thursday night. What was your best for the program, Sean? Well, the best for the program for me, Tim, I went to race nine, number one, untold for the mm. Troy Murray team. Uh, this greyhound, since coming from interstate, um, has been okay. But his last two last two starts are when he's been able to draw an inside box. Uh, sorry, his last three he's been able to win. But he's been able to draw an inside box his last two. At Angle Park, two starts ago, went 29.97 in leading throughout. Yep. Uh, went to Gawler and ran 31.05. Again, beat a good dog in Hot Zambuca. Um, he's won three of six from an inside and placed the other three. So I think from box one, he's going to get every chance. Hot Sophie drawn straight to his outside. She likes to keep off a little bit. Mm. And the three diner, Adria, does want to charge to the fence. So I'm just thinking he'll just get a, enough of a break that he might even be able to lead here. It's a very strong race. But I think on the rails, untold. Uh, I don't think he'll be favourite, but I think he could be around the $354 mark. Very, very hard to beat. So I, I do believe he can get home as well. He doesn't need to lead to win. So, And the Troy Murray team is in pretty good form at the moment. Mm. So race nine, number one, untold is my best on Thursday. Yeah, okay. All right, I've gone race 11, number seven, Ainsley Flash. I think it'll be the leader here. It's got good early sectionals. Was run down close to home last week um, by a, a fairly handy type. So I think Ainsley Flash, with some slow beginners drawn inside and outside her, I reckon Ainsley Flash might clear them, lead and win the last event. So we'll be patient there. Race 11, number seven. Sean likes race nine, number one. That's our preview of this week's big racing program at Angle Park on Thursday night. And that's all thanks to uh, our Twitter feed, at the Dogs SA, and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. The Interview. Our interview this week is with Damien Bates, who's got two runners in the feature final there on Thursday night. As uh, we say hello to Damien. How are you, Damien? Yeah, good day, guys. How are you? Very good, mate. Very good. Thanks for coming on the Dogcast. Uh, Sean just mentioned a, a short time ago, uh, most of our guests who come on the show end up winning the feature race on Thursday night. So no pressure there, Damien. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I think both those runners are probably going to need a little bit of luck. Um, Whilst they're both um, solid sort of city types, I guess you could say they probably don't quite have the class of um, some of the other runners in the race, but got to be in it to win it, I guess. Well, let's talk about Ask Me Now first, number three. Um, he's, got a, he's got ability, um, he's got speed, can be up there early, um, but it's going to need to probably ping, isn't it, on Thursday night? Yeah, look, he's a dog that um, come to me and he's um, got a fair bit of um, confidence issues. Um, the kennel staff probably laugh when I bring him in most weeks, but um, apparently in a race in, in Sydney, um, they had some fireworks around Wentworth Park and really spooked him. Mm. Um, then he went back to Melbourne and I think they had the V8s there at Sandown and really, really rattled him as well. So like I've just been trying to work on the dog's confidence at home. Um, he's been fantastic now as a kennel dog but just as you get to the track I think there's some things that just get stuck in his head and um, yeah he's very very wary of some people but no, he's slowly starting to come good but um, probably the, while he's had solid form I guess he's probably been a little bit disappointing last few starts in the way he's finding the line but um, yeah he's probably going to need a begin and, and get out in front um, and yeah and in regard to West on Bamboo uh, probably not drawn great in the four but I think maybe ask me now might be able to if he can jump and lead hopefully bring her into the race early and sort of get her up the front there somewhere I think. With ask me now what sort of things do you have to do Damien to to relax that greyhound if it's a little bit nervy getting to race? Uh, Just at home like you wouldn't know Um, 
he's great with me. He took a little bit of time um, to come around with my wife. Obviously, I'm probably a little bit more hands-on um, than what Mel is. But um, just like when I first got him, it was like just sitting in the kennel with him and just reassuring him and patting him and just trying to trying to win the dog over. But um, I just normally get the try and get the dog out of the kennel last, um, get him out into the emptying area away from people, um, let the dogs at a preview and get out first and just try and keep him um, on his own where he's comfortable and just make sure that he's not um, going to the boxes in, a, in the wrong frame of mind, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And West on Bamboo now, she's been a greyhound that uh, very consistent type and I, I forget the race she won. I reckon it was either earlier this year or late last year, but... She got up at massive odds um, and she found the right run through at the right time, but she always seems to find the line. Yeah, she's a bit of an interesting dog. Lock. She she has got the ability to run a decent first section and get on the speed, but kind of find that sometimes when she does get out in front, she is prone to having a little flat spot through the pen and, and towards the back. Um, mm. I kind of feel like she does race better if there's a dog out in front of her she's super competitive and she probably can find find the line as good as anything in that field bar probably wally's dog sir truculin is probably the strongest dog we've seen go around angle park for a long time but i'm confident that if she can position herself handy early that she should be right in it in the finish yeah it's funny you say that because last week she began really well and i was a bit surprised to see her begin as fast as she did and then she hit that flat spot and down the back she dropped back a length or two and then at the end she found the line again so you're exactly right with what you say there damien yeah she probably is a dog that likes being on the outside of dogs rather than crowded in on the fence um so yeah she does enjoy a little bit of room and a bit of free free air out wide but well, Damien, um, Sean here. Um, congratulations on getting two into the final. Just with West on Bamboo, and I'm sort of with her on an each-way basis because she is the type of dog in these sorts of races, and we did see it in the Easter Cup final, that she can she can produce sort of when it matters, really, in these really even fields. And she was able to get up for the Easter Cup back in April. Similar type of field, probably a touch stronger, this one. But just in her heat, um, Holy Rain won the heat, but she... When she had that flat spot, she was in front of Holy Rain and then came, um, she dropped back a little bit and then chased hard. She had to come to the outside. So I don't think there's a lot of difference between Wes on Bamboo and Holy Rain, just where they are probably down the back straight. Um, and just on her, she's been a terrific um, money spinner for yourself and connections. I mean, you've had her for about a year. She's won six races, but been placed 20 times. I mean, you, you can't ask much more than, what, uh, than that from her. And she seems to give her all for you um, in the run. Yeah, it's sort of been a little bit tough just trying to keep her um, 100% keen. She doesn't seem to really like Murray Bridge all that much and me um, working as well. It's sort of hard to um, sort of place her and not just keep spinning around over 600 week in, week out. So, like, some people probably would have been scratching their head is what I was doing with the dog. I sort of stepped her up to the 700 for a bit, knowing that, I mean, she doesn't really get it, but she's a dog that bounces back from runs really well. I knew it wasn't really going to flatten her and then, um, a few weeks ago, dropped her back again to 500, knowing that she probably doesn't have the speed of the sprinters, but just to sort of keep her on her toes a little bit. And then she sort of surprised us um, winning over 500 in pretty decent time a few weeks ago. So that was a little bit of a plan just to, in a prep leading up to, to this race so that she hadn't had, you know, I mean, eight, ten races over 600 Angle Park in a, in a row. Um, so, yeah, no, we were confident that she sh- should go okay. But, um, yeah, we sort of basically bought her 
um, as a brood bitch, really. Like just what we, she's been able to do on the track as a bonus, but um, she's only one of um, two in the litter. Um, her litter mate, Chips and Trains, is one. 170 odd thousand as well, um, and her dam is uh, litter sister to the mother of 30 talks. So we're confident that she can uh, produce a nice pup. So we're just waiting for her to, to come on season now, and then she'll be uh, going to Barcia Bar. Damien, you're a trainer that's only ever had you know a couple of runners going around each at a time, so you, you sparingly race your greyhounds. You do a fantastic job. You've got a great strike rate with the team that you have. Um, you've got the two runners in Thursday night. You've got, obviously, Chief Sidekick as well. Um, one of your one of your old dogs, Memory Assassin, he was a very good dog for you as well, wasn't he? He, had, he won about 15 races from memory. Yeah, he was the first dog ever trained. He came over from Sydney um, winning one over the shorts um, at Richmond. Um, and, yeah, I think he made a couple of country cups. And, yeah, he's now retired on the uh, on the couch and is uh, my son's best mate. They follow each other around everywhere. So, no, he's been a very special dog to us. Yeah, that's a great story, isn't it? Um, what about your training career, Damien? How, how many years have you been training for and, and where are you based? Uh, I'm just based on a suburban block in Trot Park. Um, I think Cos got my licence in maybe 2016 or so. Um, sort of got into the dogs probably 2010 or 11 with a group of mates from back home um, on KI. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I just we've sort of just grew up in a racing family. My um, my grandfather trained horses and my uncle James as well. Um, both trained horses started back in the sort of probably late 60s or so. Um, and then, um, yeah, my the greyhounds sort of come from my mum's side of the family. Um, my uncle in Sydney's um, really close friends with Richard and Pat Dean, so they've been a huge help to me um, in regard for to advice. Being able to ring someone like Richard and um, and also Wally Arkins has been a, a good mentor of mine. Um, he sort of trained some of the, my early dogs and um, just sort of really helped me with the basics in regard to feeding and the care of the dog and, and making sure the dog's presented well. So I've had a lot of people that have been a good help to me over the journey, So, but they're still learning. I didn't put that connection together there, Damien. I didn't realise that uh, a relation there to yeah. the famous James Bates at, uh, at Kangaroo yeah, Island James and, and Simon. Training with his um, daughter Anne now in partnership and then my cousin Simon as well. He uh, trains and has been riding work. Um, for probably 20 years or so, they're based at Strath now. So, yeah, they muck around with a few. Well, you got a good mentor there, James. Uh, he's one of the icons over there on the island. Uh, yeah, he's a character. I remember sort of growing up as a kid. Um, I think they won a KI Cup back in the early 70s or so with my pop, and then I think they won another one back in like about 92. I remember I was eight, nine years old, sort of on my hands and knees, crawling underneath mm-hmm. a bookie ring trying to find a cockatoo, uh, cockatoo lad slip in the bookies ring and that was sort of like we got like one Melbourne Cup at that stage I sort of always followed his horses from, from day mm. one it's been good mm. he's a great man Damien uh, look um, best of luck Thursday night we hope you do very well with your two greyhounds in the race with Ask Me Now and West on Bamboo and continue the success yeah not a problem at all thanks for having us guys thanks Damien Damien Bates there joining us on the dog car Sean as we wrap things up uh, he's got a very good chance there on Thursday night with a couple of runners yeah uh, terrific training performance he gets two through to the feature final Ben Rawlings has got three through to the feature final so great training performance but it's great to get that insight into uh, another trainer Tim uh, on the uh, on the episode of the dog cast and great to get some insight into um, you know how they come into the industry and uh, you know, what keeps them involved. Yeah, exactly right. Thanks for uh, joining us on the Dogcast this week. We'll be back in a few weeks' time and uh, we'll do it all again.